Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. The great race public have a characteristically direct and to the point message for the political elite. We don't like you, any of you. We think you all suck. Now, I'm going to explain just how bad things are for both the Tories and Labour in their own way. I'm also going to try and link it to a Tory politician who just died, the uh, Chancellor of the Exchequer under Margaret Thatcher, Nigel Lawson. Going to bring all the strands together like a episode of Kirby Enthusiasm. Now, I'm going to start with the Tories, where we're at with Rishi Sunak, because according to the latest poll from Ipsos Mori, well, you could stop. Should we start with the good news for the Prime Minister? Let's start with the good news for him. His ratings have improved. Not all bad, is it, Rishi? Hey, cheer up. Up by 10 points since February. Very impressive. A slight down on that news. His ratings are bad. I'm going to be honest. Um, 32% of the population are satisfied with him. And let's be honest, satisfied is pretty weak source because it spans from super enthusiastic to, uh, guess he'll do. Um, 54% on the other hand are dissatisfied. Now, what's happened above all else is Synax improved among Tory voters up by 21 points with three quarters of them satisfied. Probably a bit to do with Brexit and a bit to do with the Tories just being gratuitously bigoted and inflammatory and vile about migrants and refugees and Brits of Pakistani origin. Turns out Tory voters quite like a bit of racism. Um, not all Tory voters. In fact, just to be clear, because this is the other like downer there's not that many of the Tory voters left uh, according to the uh, Ipsos Mori poll they're currently on 26 points so it's only one in four voters so you're down to the kind of core of the Tories and that's like the meanest the meanest Tory voters just to be brutally honest about it I mean I don't, I'm not a politician I can just say what I think oh no you're insulting the electorate some of them yeah I am actually yeah some people in Britain are mean vicious greedy racist and just unpleasant they exist. They're out there. They walk amongst us. They're people who are rude to people who work in customer service, aren't they? And people who just, you can just tell from their demeanour, are just horrible. Well, anyway, they're cheered up, uh, the, the worst people in the country. Uh, so I'm glad Rishi Sunak's happy with that. Um, the Tories have big leads on polling questions. The polling questions you don't want to have leads on, though that's the problem. Like, will promise anything to win votes? divided and out of date and they're well behind on the polling questions you do want to be ahead on like concerned about people in real need in britain i have to say though a shout out to the 16 percent of voters who think that the tories are concerned about people in real need in britain that is wild though come on guys you're taking a piss there aren't you that's like a joke that's that's just oh got asked to do one of those surveys and i just thought i'd be a little bit random and give completely batshit answers to some of the questions. Are you okay, though? Seriously. Anyway, the behind on fit to govern, understands the problems facing Britain, and so on. Now, you might think, given how self-evidently buggered the Tories look, how can you say that the British public aren't going gooey at the knees for Keir Starmer? After all, Labour have a 23-point lead, which is landslide territory. So you could just say a lot of the Labour leadership would go, oh, no, we're being slagged off by Owen. That's so terrible, given we're massively ahead in the polls. Like, whinge some more on YouTube. Why do we care? Fill your boots, Owen. Yeah, fine, whatever. You're, you're ahead of the Tories on, on those key questions that I just named, the fundamentals, if you like. So we could just pack up this section and go on about how Keir Starmer's great and 
or go and worship at the shrine of Tony Blair. The problem is, though, if we just look at the, again, some underlying fundamentals, Keir Starmer's net satisfaction is about the same as Rishi Sunak's, which, as we've established, kind of sucks. There's no enthusiasm for Rishi Sunak, and there's no enthusiasm for Keir Starmer as well. In fact, Keir Starmer's net satisfaction has declined by eight points since February. As the boss of Ipsos Mori, the pollsters behind this, puts it, um, if and if or when he wins an election, it is likely Keir Starmer will be the least popular opposition leader to win a majority in recent history. Normally, Blair or Cameron, you have to be well above net zero. He's on minus 20 for satisfaction. Now, I think it's just worth investigating that because you should think, according to the kind of centrist so-called playbook, the Starmer, the Starmerites, the army of centrist dads, or oh, the, they don't like it when you call, call them that. I don't want to set them off in the comments. But, you know, he should be walking on water. He's had the easiest ride from the British media of any Labour leader since Tony Blair and his pomp in the 1990s. Um, he has had less hassle from Labour MPs than any Labour leader since Tony Blair in his pomp. Um, the Parliamentary Labour Party have been, like, wrapped in a sack, basically, from about, I would say, 2006 onwards. Um, so he hasn't had any of that. He's basically terrified his critics into submission because they think that he'll just kick them out of the Labour Party if they criticise him. Um, the Tories have... The government has more spectacularly imploded than any government in British democratic history. They've won three prime ministers in a single parliamentary term, which is ridiculous because they've got a massive majority. Um, but they've burned through the first two. The first because he systematically broke his own rules and he did break the law during a pandemic which killed over 200,000 people. The second they burned through because she nuked the British economy with a completely deranged right-wing suite of economic policies which included hiking house prices which does not go down well with core Tory... Uh, sorry, not house prices. They like house prices going up. Mortgage costs going up which core Tory voters are not so that keen on. They've had relentless scandals including under Rishi Sunak from Nadim Sahari and his tax to Dominic Raab and his allegations of bullying. The longest squeeze in living standards since the Battle of Waterloo, which is, I think, bad enough in its own terms, an unprecedented fall in living standards. Mass strikes, uh, public services shredded, not least an NHS in a state of collapse. Um, Starmer exudes this so-called competence, this air of competence. He's the former director of public prosecutions, don't you know? Keeps that quiet. Um, he has these so-called centrist politics. I don't think they are. I don't think centrist politics. I think central politics is a misnomer. Another video. Um, but nonetheless, according to these people, if you've got this um, plausible prime minister, this guy looks like he's grown out of a jar to be prime minister, plus these politics, that's a great, the winning combination. He's co They're constantly attacking the left. That's their big thing. Punch left, well and truly crushed. They've thrown Corbyn overboard. Everything should be on his side. I mean, there's loads of other things that should be on his side. As well. On top of that, these are some of the headlines. So why is he personally so unpopular? Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. He's not been torn to shreds by the media. You can't blame people like me unless you think I'm God. Um, what's striking is his collapse amongst Labour voters. So it's collapsed since February by 24 points. It's a fall of 24 points. February to April. That is ridiculous. 48% of Labour voters satisfied versus 45% dissatisfied. That is astonishing for a party leader to be so divisive amongst his own voters when that party is supposedly on course for a massive majority. It's not like Labour voters are dissatisfied because they don't think he's going to win. Um, because I think most Labour voters think he is going to win. So it's not... It's not, we think he is an electoral liability that's holding him back there. Now, what's clear is his right-wing shift, his constant war of the left, epitomised most recently by throwing Corbyn overboard, a man he repeatedly called a friend, and then this week claimed he never called a friend, which is just ridiculous dishonesty of the sort you'd expect from Boris Johnson or Donald Trump, saying things which contradict what you've said on public record, trying to gaslight people and, and tell them that you're, don't listen, don't trust your lying ears and your lying eyes. Now, what's clear is Labour's polling lead has everything to do with Tory self-implosion rather than people being enthusiastic for Keir Starmer. So according to, for example, polling on are they fit to govern, uh, Labour on 38%, the Tories on 24%. That's a big lead for Labour. But actually, that's only because the Tories' percentage has collapsed on that question. Because 38% is the same as what Jeremy Corbyn had back in September 2017. It's lower than the ratings Ed Miliband enjoyed. Um, and he went on to lose. The difference is, isn't that there's been a massive increase in fit to govern for Labour, there's been a collapse in people saying that about the Conservatives. So what we're seeing is a collapse in enthusiasm for the Tories. It's not like people are going, well, Labour's got this great vision for the country, let's go with that. And that, this brings me to Nigel Lawson, which I promised I'd end on. Now, Seb Payne, who is a right-wing think tank guy, um, described him as one of the truly great chancellors. Britain's economy today owes so much to his foresight. Well, yeah, it does, actually. Yeah, I agree with you, said Payne. Um, the average growth since, since Thatcherism in this country has been much lower. In the 1950s, the average growth was 3.2%. In the 60s, it was 3.4%. In the 1970s, it was 2.6%. It was the same in the 80s under Thatcherism. Worth pointing out, because the 70s is demonised as Britain as an economic basket case. But the economic growth in the 80s was the same, on average, as it was in the 70s. It then falls in the 90s down to... Uh, 2.2%. It falls again. Um, oh, sorry. No, 90s, it's 2.2%. In the 2000s, it falls to 1.8%. And in the 2010s, it's on 1.9%, which is almost the same as the 2000s. But bear in mind, in the 2000s, it was a massive global crash. Um, and what you saw in the 50s and 60s was you had strong trade unions, you had high taxes on the rich, you had nationalisation, uh, you had strong government intervention in the economy, a strong welfare state. You can't say, well, this is post-war recovery that I did it in the 50s and 60s, because we'd actually largely, rec we'd recovered by the early 50s. And why is growth higher in the 60s and the 50s? That isn't post-war reconstruction. So actually, in the period of Thatcherism, which the, the, the economic model that Lawson built, because we live in the society, the economy that Nigel Lawson built, we have lower growth. But it's actually not just lower growth than we had in the 50s and 60s. That higher growth is more equitably distributed. Ours is more likely to be hoovered into the bank accounts of the rich. We live in the world built 
by Nigel Lawson. The things like privatised utilities, he flogged them off, like gas. How's your energy bills going, everyone? The housing crisis, the disappearance of secure, well-paid jobs in favour of a higher and fire service sector. Nigel Lawson built all of that. Now, when you see, what you can see at the moment is this economic model has come crashing down. The Tories are presiding over disintegrating services, rip-off energy bills, for example, stagnating and falling living standards. And Labour don't have an answer to it. Labour can't even commit to increasing capital gains tax, which is unearned wealth, um, to put it at the same footing as income, which actually even Thatcherism did. So they're actually to the right of Nigel Lawson. Brilliant. But that's the point. The Tories are upholding a broken economic model built by Nigel Lawson, and Labour are failing to offer an alternative to it. And because millions of people are struggling and don't see a compelling answer to the problems that they have, they don't like either of them, but they want the Tories out because the Tories have presided over one catastrophe over another. But that doesn't mean that Labour will win, well, I think Labour will win the election, but they won't win it with enthusiasm. And that's when Labour store up problems later on. They have a core vote, which is pissed off already. That's what the polling shows. There's no enthusiasm for Keir Starmer when he becomes Prime Minister. So what does that tell us if Labour then don't deliver genuine answers to people's problems? How quickly will that government run into problems? And that is why the British public are fed up with a political elite that doesn't have any answers. And it's why if you think the years of crisis and turmoil are over in this country, then I think you better adopt the brace position. Please like, subscribe, and do support on patreon.com. I'm Jose I'll see you in a bit. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.